test it. Testing one, two, three. Ah. Testing one, two, three. Ah. Oh, I love that. Okay, I and you test. Testing one, two, three. Ah. <laughs> Do you like his new collar? Our patrons can see it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was a headband. It's like it looked like Olivia Newton-John. Let's get physical. No, no, no. it's the new Pride. It's the new Pride Target collection. Uh-uh. Uh -huh. Is it? <laughs> it's for a TikTok no. and also a video that's going out this coming week. You'll see. Um, but the fact that it fits iron perfectly is lovely. And also, Daddy, I just have one more question. What's your safe word? Uh, corporate sponsorship. <sighs> Welcome back to What's Your Safe Word? I'm Amp. I'm Miss Crisper. And I'm Ayn. And Amen. what the heck? That is the word. Well, we I've never cringed at a safe word before. Like, well, if you, need, if you need to stop a scene, you kind of want to cringe and make it work, right? The sex education podcast that's got a few sponsorships, but not, not like large corporations by any means. Like, And they're all allies, which is a whole thing. And welcome to our Kink at Pride episode. We're only going to do one of those podcasts this year. I feel like it's a one a year sort of thing. Well, yeah, we have this conversation every year. It so let's it's rehash it. Literally been happening for twenty years, though. If no, you look it's into happening thirty years. Oh, sorry, thirty years. If you look into like the history of like kinksters and whatnot, we've always been very good about consent policies and all that good shit. But also, like, it's just it's it's so disgusting and gross how quickly it comes back every year and how more conservative it becomes from our own base. Yeah, that's that's what I'm actually surprised because I've started doing the research of um, seeing who is the ones complaining on Twitter. And it seems to be very young people in the middle, middle of America. And I even wonder, have you been to a Pride well, Parade? Well, and that's just it. And then the other part is they haven't been to a Pride or my favorite thing, which, okay, so let's talk about the catalyst for all this, which okay. is not corporations like Manscaped, today's first sponsor. Catalyst, now, the sex club? No, Manscaped, the sponsor. Oh, Manscaped. <laughs> now, y'all, before we get into this talk today, which is an important, serious topic, I want to call to action that we are a gay, kinky podcast, YouTube channel. Are we? We're, we're a. Can, are we? A, are we a corporation? <gasps> no. We, okay. I, we, actually, we we have not even incorporated at all. Intentionally, because intentionally because, because the government, we would pay more the taxes. <laughs> the whole oh smaller businesses. No, that's not real. No. <laughs> now, but as far as corporation involvement in Pride goes, if your corporation is an ally, they are doing things throughout the year, much like Manscaped, who has been our absolute longest running most reliable sponsor for the podcast so i just want to say thank you first of all to thank manscaped. You, manscaped yeah who is also reminding y'all that father's day is just around the corner so our friends at manscaped are here to ensure that all your father figures your daddy figures and maybe just your your dom figures. daddy days coming up have you bought me anything yet don't worry about it maybe do I, I get have. a new manscaped razor well you already have a manscaped razor i know but do i get a new one I can ask them for another. Why do you need two? Because <laughs> they're fantastic. I know it. I know they are. But the lawnmower 4.0 is so fantastic. You don't need to replace it. And you already have a weed whacker, which is the nose and ear trimmer. So, like, what more do you need? Maybe some cologne. Uh, I need you to trim me so I don't have to do it. Oh my God! So, if you're looking for the perfect performance package by Manscaped, you can use offer code What Daddy Watts twenty at Manscaped.com. And trust me. The dad bod will thank you. Um, but beyond that, like the perfect performance package, daddy is caressing his current dad bod, um, <laughs> is not only complete with the lawnmower 4.0, the trimmer that has a light, has tons of RPMs, which stand for what, daddy? Uh, real per minute. 
or, or something per minute. It includes the weed whacker, <laughs> the, the crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, perfect boxer briefs, and a travel bag, which is lube proof. I can guarantee it is because I have coming back Spilled from IML, my lube boost, boosted, op- busted open. Yeah. And uh, my other things in my bag were not slippery, but my toothbrush absolutely was. Ooh, that makes it easier to clean your teeth, doesn't it? No, stop. <laughs> so, much like your dad, maybe, or daddy, uh, you can use a trimmer on your body, your face, and all parts of your, your balls. hair. Oh, yeah, and your balls. Well, that's that's kind of the, the, the manscaping of it all. So, And also, the new boxer briefs have a perfect revolutionary feature called the jewel pouch. Oh. <laughs> What's revolutionary? It's designed to cradle your boys in their own special space. Oh. And that is a game changer. Like a hammock? like a, Yeah, like a... Like a ball hammock? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> That's not what they call it. But anyway, <laughs> buy your dad, daddy, or a dom this lovely gift this holiday season, and their balls, your balls, someone's balls, or just body hair may thank you. Thank you, Manscaped. So, corporations. Corporations. We had a conversation with the lovely Cleve Jones this last weekend. We did. So, our, we've actually... so. We, um, for the, those of you who don't know, we have another channel called On Guard Salon. Um, and we had our first guest last week, which was Donna Sachet. That should air this weekend. And Don't look at me when you say that. <laughs> I haven't touched the edit. <laughs> and then we had our second guest, Cleve Jones, which we just shot last Friday. Who's uh, that? For people that don't know. So Cleve Jones is an activist. Um, he's been really big in the gay community and politics. He worked under Harvey Milk. Um, and he started the AIDS Memorial Quilt. And also wrote When We Rise, which was a book-turned-TV series by, I think, Dustin Black? Lance Black. Thank you. So he's very active. And what what, spat, what kind of is incorporated to the whole corporation conversation was that when we were talking about or talking to Cleve about his activism, we mm-hmm. did get into the, the pride, the kink at pride, the corporation of it all. And what he said kind of changed my perspective on corporations just a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, and when I say a little bit, I mean like corporations obviously – are sometimes a bad thing at Prides, especially when they take precedent over the community members and and groups that make Pride possible. But when we look at this from a, a historical perspective, it used to be that that any company wanted nothing to do with the queer community. They didn't want to touch us. They didn't want to support us. They didn't want to even admit we're here. Not till the mid '90s, and we brought this up. The first sponsors in Pride were alcohol. Because uh, they saw, oh, there's this, when we did, and he was part of this too, when we did the Coors boycott for being ex- extremely homophobic, early 90s, they realized, oh shit, this is a huge market for us. And so Absolute Vodka and other beers stepped in and it was like, oh, we're going to sponsor these gay guys because they drink a lot of alcohol. And so those were our first floats in the pride parades and the first corporations um so they kind of paved the way and we were happy to have their money and and drink their booze oh well yeah especially and we hold them accountable and call them out if they're being bad but i think that that is part of the whole allyship of it all is ally is not a passive term it is active it is it is constantly doing its best Mm -hmm. and corporations or just companies that get involved with pride that are doing right by the the queer community and might have queer people that own it are not the bad guys here 
It is the corporations that that blank, that make blanket statements or changes to their policies or platforms like YouTube, Google, Twitter, Instagram, that we kind of have to question and hold accountable. And even the pig had a good point. I was chatting with him. The HRC uh, website has a whole audit list of companies that are approved and that, are disproved. That was Donna Sachet who brought that up. Uh, I know because I just edited this. Oh, well, this um, is a con- I'm talking about a conversation I had with oh, the pig. Oh, personally with the pig. Personally, but which yes. Is, which is actually surprising to me because the pig does not like HRC. <laughs> so True. Well, if he was saying something positive about them, that's pretty big. Uh, all I'm saying is there is a database that exists, even, and even Portland kicked out Chase Bank from their pride because of said corporate involvement being right. bad. You know, so th- there is there's a double edged sword there. But the re- what really spawned the conversation, and there's going to be another video on the YouTube about it this coming week, was uh, I, as I do, have my yearly kink at pride discourse thread. Last year I did the whole like kink was always there the pink and the flag stands for sexuality like you guys talking about corporations being included but not including the people that were there. like that did pretty okay it got some good traction dan retweeted it dan savage um but this year <laughs> i, I how you just so casually dropped that oh i care let me pick up that name i dropped no he's in front of the show uh he sent me some he actually sent me some kinky memes for my video oh did he and uh, so yeah so there's a kinky meme video coming out sh- 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 shortly thanks dan thanks dan but um, I don't think he t- retweeted this one. But this year, I did my my annual tweet, and I I think I went viral. I need to go to a doctor and get checked. Are you are you viral? I think so. Like really viral? No, because okay. I I got shadow banned. I think for retweeting stuff that you posted. I think that's the reason that I got shadow banned. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, because I retweeted some. You posted some stuff for On Guard and like a uh-huh. podcast, and I retweet it because it's from like, my Christopher Weston account yeah. or the On Guard account. No, from the Christopher. Oh Weston. no, don't retweet my shit because I'm shadow banned. I know, but anyway, I'm completely so, different story. So Amp tries to keep his Twitter squeaky clean as much as possible i do i I throw shit ton of porn on mine so if you want to see good porn go to my (laughs) if you want a squeaky clean go to amps anyway (laughs) so the the tweet pretty much summarized was i'll die on this hill about kink of pride the kinksters the leather dykes the leather community is what kept us alive and kept our history preserved during the epidemic when it comes to aids and hiv which is not a lie we talk about it not only i think in donna a bit but also with cleave no yeah so both both of these guests that we had on both shows they had a, a very overlapping themes because the aids memorial quilt um and living through the aids crisis um also donna talked about uh how the pride parade has changed over time especially through the aids and with corporate sponsorships and donna uh is the co-host co-anchor of the local news in san francisco that televises the parade so she's been doing that for 15 years uh so she's really got the inside track on all of that and i think that it's important to to talk about history now of course which is why we do on guard cigar salon correct history now my thread was very much meant to be educational, meant to be like, hey, this is why this is. Like, this is why the L was moved in LGBT because we thanked the lesbians specifically. Obviously, there's more than just the lesbians who helped us through that epidemic. But the Kingsters literally would make sure if someone was in hospice or dying or in the hospital, would take care of the goods of that person, their livelihood, their their all their gay shit. They would take care of it so the family didn't burn it, take it, sell it. One thing that 
people did um, was when somebody died, they go through and clear out their kink items before their Mormon or religious families came through and discovered what a pervert their son was. Or yeah, yeah. And when people uh, visited hospitals, they would they would bring what was called compassion. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that story? It's it was the subtle way to talk about pot foods mm-hmm. which is what helped people get through some Edibles. of the therapies yeah yeah that helped me so i had a roommate in college who passed away from aids and he couldn't eat i mean he lost his appetite and uh and it wasn't legal marijuana wasn't mm-hmm. legal but we that was the only thing that would give him an appetite to eat that's an, uh, see yeah. and it's unfortunate that when when we start to talk about like tough heartbreaking emotional stuff that that's when people start listening when we talk about people dying Mm -hmm. and and talk about how badly the aids epidemic was treated that then kinksters are relevant and valid Mm -hmm. but and there and there was actually a lot of straight people in that thread too like i'm not going to be able to read off all the takes today but we're going to go over some of the bad takes the good takes from that thread because it literally had a couple thousand retweets about 500 quote tweets and a lot of quote tweets are really gross um, mm. because it's conservative people. And, and a few a few people tried to call me out for being transphobic and uh, biphobic as well. And we did give a shout out to the lesbians who took care of us during that time too. Oh, multiple times. Yeah. Okay. Um, but because I did that, bi people said, wow, I love your casual bi erasure. Which, bi erasure? Yeah. And I understand that when you talk about largely gay men, even if you specify largely gay men because that's who was being attacked by the media a lot of a lot of bi people see that as oh well thanks you're talking about lesbian and gay people not not the bi's and i'm like not my intent i hear what people i hear people when they when they have that and also critique, but not my not my intent also during that time back then the the bi people were actually not not accepted like they are now um gays gays would say that oh you're really gay and just pretending it's just a phase so they were not really out as bi um a lot of the times because they were shunned by both sexes and uh straights and gays and and that's not us blaming the so we're not erasing anything but they were not out validating that 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 is an issue and that gay people were, were taking advantage of that identity to get pretty much a pass you know yeah but that said, that was not my intent. And then there was even some transphobes trying to get up in my comments being like, wow, way to erase trans experiences. And I said, and I, I quickly said, How I was are like, you erasing well, here's the thing. I quickly said, you know what? You are correct. Our history is transphobic. We used to force trans people to, when they went to these facilities to get tested, even the ones that were helping the queer community, we forced them to use their assigned birth, birth yeah. gender, the mm-hmm. AFAB or AMAB, which is transphobic. I will rightfully come out and say you are absolutely right, but that my thread was transphobic. Was not transphobic. I am trying to educate on history and the way in which people try to twist a very emotionally driven, very sad experience that was the AIDS epidemic mm-hmm. into their conservative right wing policy talk is disgusting. Y'all are gross, literally. Like the people that are trying to twist my words and find and put things in my mouth and. Let me let me be clear. I like lots of things in my mouth. Okay, <laughs> do not put words in them. But you could, you know, what you could do. Uh, what? You could stuff a sock in it. I could stuff a sock in it. Like today's second sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I swear we're gonna get to the. the... I'm, I'm slowly pulling off my sock. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, ooh, this got kinky fast. Speaking Yay. of queers <laughs> and gay shit, today's second sponsor, Scruff, the dating app, which is a sex-positive, top-rated LGBTQ global dating app, not just for the gays, y'all. Which I use on the daily. I, well, yeah, me too. Is coming out with a brand new series called Sock Suckers. Sock oh. Suckers. That sounds kinky. It's an original content series by the Scruff Dating app that's meant to be satirical, funny, raunchy, and it uses some of our favorite things, sex workers and drag queens, to talk about sex positive topics. Notable voice actors include Tony Tox, Meatball, who you know. I love Meatball. I love Meatballs as well. Drew Dog, as well as some of your favorite leading adult sexy industry actors now it's a limited time series during the month of june thank you pride hi gay and scruff wanted to create their own original content that was flagrantly in your face hilarious but done with sock puppets <laughs> can you make gags out of them that's what i want to know well that's how the sucking comes in i think oh yeah. cool yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay you could tie them together and make a nice gag Exactly. Great. Now, I've seen, I think, two episodes in the series now. They're going to be releasing all of them during Pride Month. And they don't take themselves too seriously. They take they take and talk about porn in a nice, positive way. And you, too, can watch them on the Scruffs YouTube channel beginning June 3rd. So, the, again, the, the first episode's already out. I've already seen a few of them. <laughs> and uh, go ahead and check them out in the link down below. Okay, you have to send me this link. I haven't seen them it's yet. It's in our emails. It's right. I'll send you oh, that. I have okay. to read our emails? It's also in the podcast <laughs> linking. So, check it out, please. <laughs> Fine, I will check it out. <laughs> so, thank you again, Scruff, for being a queer community member that uh, supports queer community stuff. Thank you, Scruff. Thank you. Now, Daddy, what is... Let's talk about Pride. Let's talk about the backlash. Let's talk about some of the hot takes and educational moments that I saw in the thread, but also about things that you see. Because you also made a post by On Guard, and there mm -hmm. was a lot of homophobes in it. Yeah, so and I haven't gotten through all of them. So I I'm I don't do a deep dive like you do when I start getting negative things. <laughs> I don't do a deep dive. No, I, I mean, turned that I, thread off. I turned that thread off. It had 40,000 likes and my phone died five times that day it would not stop shutting up so i had to turn my phone off it wouldn't stop shutting up my phone would not stop shutting the you conservatives try, would not stop shutting up you so try sock gagging it i should have just tagged scruff but you posted on on guard uh -huh. what, how did that go um i think it took off i think it did really good but there's a lot of people coming for us a little bit so your post which i actually think was very conservative for what you could have said okay was pretty much no, no i'm saying that in a good way like you did a good job of just being very fair was a post about i believe it was seattle pride with mm -hmm. a kink contingent it was a bunch of pictures of the kinksters at the seattle contingent and you just said kink at pride and then uh you said this is what kink looks like, and I literally retweeted. I just said, put three pictures yeah. of leather guys at a pride parade carrying a leather flag. Yep. They none of them had chaps on. None of them were bare ass. Don't uh, you mean assless chaps? <laughs> Every time I do that, you yell at me. No, I because uh, it's not a thing. <laughs> see, see, trigger. <laughs> Trying not to trigger the puppy. Um, and you know, two guys bare chested in leather vests sitting on in, in a car waving. You know, this is what kink at Pride is. We just want to turn out and show up and wear some leather. If leather's scaring the children, which none of these pictures showed, and and so here's the other thing I've noticed is when people use this argument, they will show like one people picture. one, one picture, picture of at these. not gay pride not at pride. Folsom Street or Dory Alley which are sex fairs mm -hmm. and so they're conflating the two 
Um, as well as, and if I can, because it's very relevant to this point, okay. there's a picture of a bunch of puppies and a little girl. Do you know what picture I'm talking about? No, but I saw it in Sydney. I mean, the puppies running up to... Yeah, and there's not this same energy for any Mardi Gras that exists because people don't care. There's not this same energy for Hooters where people take their children oh, to oh. be held by the Hooters girls. Yeah. What I'm saying here, though, is there is one photo of a girl. sports arenas with the cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole other thing, too. There is a picture that I've seen circulating with a little girl petting some, some puppies that are in their pup gear. And first of all, that is not from a Pride event. It has been disproved. And one of the puppies in that picture even came out about it. Second of all, some people have said that that is a Photoshopped image. And I don't know that that's true or not. I, no one can verify what this picture's from because it was posted by the conservatives on 4chan. Mm -hmm. And so it's gotten legs by a conservative, a conservative base that doesn't have any actual facts as to back it up. But also, we're not condoning that people are, are, are interacting with kids while in like a headspace of like in sex pup gear. stuff. How is yeah. that different than uh, being at a sports event with a furry running around as a mascot? How is that different? The than... difference is people are assuming intent of people standing around in gear. And I want to say that the very first but off... But you can't, you can't, I mean, people standing around in gear is no different than a clown putting on makeup and a Clowns big headdress and a red nose and scaring your children, <laughs> which Fair. a lot of people are scared of. Sure. <laughs> it's it's an outfit. How is this? And, you know, it's it's no different than Halloween. Look at all the – are they upset about the sexy nurses and the sexy bananas and the sexy – you know, they no, made everything not. sexy. But to that, a lot of people will use one-off pictures of people being bad at pride or a picture of – of somebody like having sex at a, a live event that might be pride, but we're not sure, and say, "Well, this is is this is the problem." And I'm like, is well, that for, no, no, let me finish. Let me, that is let me illegal. Finish, please. Let me finish, please. Yes, that is illegal. <laughs> but let me finish. That is illegal. And I follow up with, "What event is this? Did you tell the organizers that this was happening? We are not condoning for sex at Pride. That is not what the kink community is there to do." Yeah. And their immediate response is always, "Well, it shouldn't be there." No. Oh, it, oh, okay. It, it, what part? Yeah, sex should not. People should not be having sex in front of children. Nobody's asking for that. Yeah, but leather and and leather men and women and leather folk have been here all along, and they do deserve a contingent because they are a piece of Agreed. our community. Yeah, I you agree. can't whitewash and take away a piece of our community just because it upsets your sensibilities. And to that point. Cleve Jones even said, inclusion by using exclusion is not inclusivity. And I need a lot of people to understand that. Inclusion or yelling for inclusion of families and kids at Pride by excluding parts of the community that are generally marginalized to begin with, have been there from the beginning and have made Pride possible as well as preserved our history, is not inclusion. You are trying to sanitize an event that is sexually charged. And this is this is where it leads us to our next point. And a lot of people that have complained here in my threads, a few people that I've bookmarked, being like, well, I didn't consent to you kinking in public. Now, I need, first of all, I need people to understand the difference between kink and fetish because the way that those two are conflated are very, very problematic. It shows unintelligent and uneducated takes mm -hmm. as well as... You do not consent to everyone that you see 
and everyone that is dressed in different kinds of ways when you go to a live event. If you are telling me that you have consented to all the G-strings and jock straps and things that exist at Pride, and this is not the Kingsters I'm talking about. I'm talking about people wearing pasties, oh, the go-go boys on floats. If you're saying that you have consented to all those people, but the Kingsters are too far, you have a problem with how events work. I, I need you to know that. Consent <laughs> is one thing, and people are not having sex in public, so you don't have to worry about that. But informed consent is also a thing. And a lot of the people in my my mentions who are yelling about not consenting are not even, either haven't been to Pride, or when I ask them, how does that work at an event like Pride where there are naked people that are following, and very clear, following the rules of the parade? There are rules and nudity laws. How are you, how are you okay with that, but you are against the kinksters? And have you consented to every, like? That 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 is that blows my mind. The fact that people think they can control and police someone's body because they are uncomfortable. So the other thing, um, I, th I think a lot of the people are squeamish about and yelling about is like if a, a, a leather person is wearing a flogger or a whip um, on the side yeah. as part of their. But you know what? When I was eight, I went to Ringling Brothers and Barnum oh, Bailey's Circus, and I watched this guy crack a bullwhip around the ring, uh, taming lions, um, and it did not scar me for life. Um, I honestly strangely. don't know that I saw as many of those this year. No, I haven't, but I have. Are, uh, people know. wear them. You know, yeah. we flag with floggers and stuff. It doesn't mean that we're doing that in front of the children. You, you wear it. It's a piece of gear. Um, and I don't think it's harming anybody i agree and and if you have if you have a problem with that but you don't have a problem with somebody wearing an ak-47 over their shoulder and oh going God. into starbucks there's your real issue yeah so there's a lot of double standard issues here yeah um i do want to read a few responses that really made me either go oh or oh uh starting out with uh one person on twitter named anthony who said i admit that i was once a no kink at pride asshole but I had to learn and delve into the history of pride and history of the AIDS epidemic to realize it's not about sex. It's about authentically paying homage to those who came before us and supporting us. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. I think that, that pride is still a sexually charged event, but it's not about having sex, but celebrating who we are as sexual beings, as queer beings, as romance and romantic beings that love people that are outside of that heteronormative binary, you know? Well, you know, and it's also, and it comes from our own community sometimes too, is this whitewashing of trying to present all gays as this perfect, like, we just want to adopt children and have the perfect white picket fence and the Volvo in the driveway perception that we need to put out there so the straights will accept us and you know to the point donna talked about the 25th anniversary of stonewall them not wanting drag queens on the stage and could you imagine oh we'll get into well that. no i mean they, they they didn't allow it only one fought their way up on stage um daddy do you know what's happening in texas right now Oh, yeah. I read what's happening in yeah. Texas right so now. So <laughs> for those that haven't seen it, it happened literally hours after somebody tweeted about a, a drag family event that happened in Texas. Now, let's be very... I, I want to get all the details out. There was a drag your kids to brunch event uh, where it was a drag brunch for families and kids mm -hmm. in Texas. Mm -hmm. Now, Daddy, can you, can you imagine trying to have a drag event anywhere in texas let alone at an establishment where do you think this event happened 
In probably Austin or... Oh, no, I mean, like, what kind of establishment? <laughs> a bar. A bar. A bar. Yeah, but... no I, other establishment's going to run an event with They've drag done race. these also in Southern California at bookstores. Uh, so it's not just gay bars. They've, they've done them all over the place. The problem is, what I think is, like, when you first came out to your parents and you told them that you were gay... All they visualized immediately was the kind of sex you have. Yep. And when those types of people visualize a drag queen, all they are seeing is the type of sex they must be having. Kids aren't seeing that. No. They're they're seeing basically a clown in makeup. Wow. Um, Call Bianca Del Rio. No. Oh. Well. <laughs> Come on. No, I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I, do. I mean, there's a lot of makeup involved. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so. But with this particular instance, which drove an actual politician to immediately, hours later, draft a policy that's going to ban kids and drag queens from being in the same vicinity. Mm. I for what on one hand, I'm like, you guys are idiots and don't know who drag queens are. And on the other, I think they just made it so kids can't go to pride. I really do. Th I really <laughs> like think literally. this is a. I mean, it could be the religious right is really against homosexuality, and they're going to try to legislate. But it's, this is also kind of a straw man. It, 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 with the murders and the mass murder that just happened, they need a different topic. They don't want to talk about gun control. They need to be like, oh, but look at the terrifying drag queens. Which have you ever seen a it terrifying took them drag queen? Literal hours to try to start banning drag queens. Yeah, and. This is on the backs of God knows how many shootings where actual children have lost their lives. There's been one mass shooting a day ever yep. since that. Yep. And we're still not talking about gun control. But drag queens, and if you watch the videos from the event, the queens are not doing anything sexual. They're walking hand in hand with the kids and like celebrating the children, having fun and dancing and doing a little drag, a drag like grace, like walk down a hallway sort yeah. of thing, you know? There's a there's a runway. The kids are dancing and, and excited and having fun and dabbing. Like what's hilarious to me is a lot of these people saying no kingsters at Pride are saying, but think of the families. We should have family friendly spaces. Exactly. Which actually here in San Francisco they're doing the Saturday before. They are they're having a kids the uh, big the, event posted by drag queens. The big oh my god clutching think of the children of it all from last year came from people being like no we need family friendly spaces mm -hmm. this came from a, a group and you of have them no this came from a group of streamers who were being homophobic mm. who were being oh but i'm part of the community and then they got dragged for filth we've talked about this before they got dragged for filth because these events already exist if you want more family friendly events make them but they already exist in large cities and y'all out here calling for family-friendly spaces, they exist. Shh, be quiet. If I become a drag queen, my drag name will be Drag for Filth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's happened as well because of all this. And of course, there's a lot of backlash as well of people being like, oh, but I hate being gaslit about how this is totally normal. And then posting pictures of kids at Hooters being held by Hooters waitresses, touching boobs, uh, kids holding guns, uh, kids at... NRA gun events with girls in booty shorts and Trump flags. That's totally normal though, right? So the other thing is when did we take parenting away from the parents? So the, everyone's protecting other people's phones. kids. What I got from this Texas thing, I watched this video of this guy 
being so inappropriate and attacking the parents and the kids, which is even more terrifying than seeing a drag queen. Um, it, it nobody's thinking of the children; they're using them as a straw men. Um, this is, yeah, it's just a little horrifying to me. To the people who use think of the children, I, there was one tweet in the thread that I want to highlight that said, um, well, first of all, if you took your children to an R-rated movie, you wouldn't insist that the theater bleep all the bad words and blur all the nudity. Pride isn't really that different. There are G-rated family-friendly zones and pride. If you're taking your kids to pride, you should realize it's going to be sexually charged, but also where to go. Um, oh, this one. And now, also at pride, there's a lot of <laughs> rowdy behavior yeah um which isn't people get drunk Swiss. you you walk through the civic center here it is just all drunk and stone people partying um it's not really a great place to take your kids <laughs> if kink at pride is generally harmful this is another tweet in the thread it should be pretty easy to explain how exactly that harm is caused to the children i have yet to see anybody explain that in this thread and it's true mm. it's a lot of pearl clutching but when I ask how something is harmful, how this is bad, how this is more perverse or sexual than, say, a normal person who goes to Pride and, and makes out or is wearing pasties, there's no follow-up of how, just a follow-up that it's bad. Mm. And that's not critical thinking or a way an argument works. But also there are actual studies that prove that thinking of the children as a phrase is more harmful and never does good censorship, but always harms and attacks marginalized communities that are already being censored. Do you, like that that's that's not something you can just contest without providing factual information. I need to see that factual information and none of y'all in them conservative retweets or responses did anything with that. Y'all need to start using your head and and if you really want to talk to someone critically, ask why. It's, so I have a question. Yeah. So are we just preaching to the converted? Because I doubt any of these people are listening to our podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I bet you some of them are because the kink at pride thing, people are are, are trolling those those kink at pride uh, search terms. Yeah, it's 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 very easy to find when someone's trolling. But I, I more often than not, I will say why to those conservative assholes and, and waste their time because they prove how how homophobic they are right away when when you ask them why. I asked one furry account that was saying we are we're bad. It was someone who oh, posted I furry saw that porn, one. and they said, "Well, we have to appease the bigots so that we don't seem inappropriate." And I said, "Why do we have to appease bigots? You you want to appease the bigots? <laughs> do you know what you just said? <laughs> are are you what? Like it hurts. We the didn't get any of the fucking rights we have today by appeasing bigots. We got them by standing up to them and throwing a few bricks." Agreed. Yeah. Um, my favorite addition to it was Dan, actually, uh, who oh. said... Oh, you're in love with Dan today. I like Dan. Uh, Kinksters should stop debating the no kink at Pride people on Twitter and just show up at Pride because what are they going to do about it? I know. It's so true. It's I mean, so true. Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, there have been instances where Pride parades have not allowed a kink contingent or the leather float. Sure. Um, and they have, in some cases here in San Francisco, put them way in the back mm -hmm. not allow them to be televised um and kind of whitewashed over that um okay. so that is what they can do and that's why we speak up and out about it and we get vocal and loud 
And through the terminology of this, and I think this podcast, we're not, we're obviously not speaking to a lot of people that think kink doesn't deserve it. Pride, if you're listening to our stuff, I don't think. But there were some people that follow us that were like, "This is this is bad. You are wrong." So the, the the other thing about this argument that there should be no kink at Pride is it is inherently saying that kink is bad. It is something that needs to be hidden, and it's not. It's a part of our human sexuality, and it is a part of how we have sex. Um, it's not bad. So I, I don't like the shaming attitude that it's giving, the negative, the stigma that it's giving kinksters. Yeah. We shouldn't be hiding from this. Um, it's not a bad thing. Agreed. It's a part of who we are. And 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 to this, like you saying that kinksters don't belong at Pride, that it's not sexually charged, you are literally erasing the people who started the Stonewall riots and started Pride. Brenda Howard, for example, one tweet in the thread was really lovely from, it looked like a, a bisexual woman of color, who said, Brenda Howard, who is considered the mother of Pride because she helped organize the first Pride march, was kinky, Jewish, poly, bisexual, and a sex worker. To leave kink out of Pride is to erase our ancestors. Mm. Not to mention, Marsha P. Johnson was a, a trans woman of color who was, by her own terms, a sex worker. We have Sylvia Rivera, and we have uh, literally pride. Okay, the, the the first brick. It's not important. It's it's not important. It's not important. Okay. Yeah. We 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 need to stop arguing about oh, that. Oh, who's the first brick? <laughs> there, <laughs> I just <laughs> bricks were thrown. <laughs> who is the first one? We don't know. Well, no one does. Yeah. Even Marsha showed up at the at the event and was like, "I didn't, I didn't throw the first one." Like, there's so, a record. So I I saw on Facebook today a friend of mine posted. Um, he said, um, "When you hear the argument that I did not consent to see your kink at a public event, is there a name for that person? What do we call them?" <laughs> Um, <laughs> and I was kind of like, I, I, I feel like it does need a name, kind of oh like no. how we have a name for Harney or, or people who just wear a harness and tennis shoes. For just, Did you just call them a Harney? Harneys. I hate that. Term. I think they're Harneys. They, they, they wear it one year, one time a year to the, the Folsom event. They've never worn it ever before. They just put on a, a harness and some tennis shoes and khaki shorts. They're Harneys. So we need a name for the fragileness of these people saying they didn't consent to see us out in public oh, Jesus. well what would you uh, give them well maybe fragile <laughs> fragilistics <laughs> i don't know <laughs> a kink shamey kink kink shamey i don't know i don't uh, have a good word for it uh, viewers if you have a good word for it let yeah, us know yeah we need to come up with a word for that argument because i hear it a lot and i'm like i don't i, I don't know if i need to make sure you're okay before I walk out my door in leather, it's I, not I, your responsibility. I don't think as that's long as my you're responsibility. The rules of like nudity and policies. I can't imagine someone being so fragile that that is going to upset them. Toxic so, fragility? No, that's uh, I don't know. So anyway, I want to I want to finish off talking okay. about our ancestors who made pride possible by also calling out that most people forget the 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 lesbian of color who was the first one that was taken into custody by the police stormy and i always get their i always get their last name wrong d larvery d larvery i think is how it's said she was the one that was manhandled by the cops so aggressively that the that the crowd at stonewall 
first started acting up. Mm. And far too many people want to argue about Marsha or Sylvia or some random drag queen that threw the first brick, which is unrelated. But we need to make sure that we are very clear that this didn't happen because of the families and the children and the straight or or, or cis white people that were at Stonewall. You know, we might have helped, but we were not the ones that started this movement. Mm. And we have no... And, have no place trying and, to stigmatize groups that were there from the get-go. And it happened because we were so tired of being pushed down. And these minorities, especially, were fed up. And they couldn't, yep. they couldn't be beaten down any further. And when they saw an injustice like that, their blood boiled and they reacted. Yep. Um, there was a really good one. Next time you see someone talking about kink and pride... <laughs> As though they're eternal, unchanging nouns with, with said definitions, you should give them this article. And it was an article that says, does kink belong at Pride? We asked LGBT elders, and they asked if we were cops. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just... Why would they ask if you were cops? Because they're, 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 they're so used to, as older mm. queers, being like, why do you care if I'm gay? Why do you care if I'm right. kinky? Are you a cop? Are you going to arrest me? Like that's It's an unfortunate joke, but it's still kind of funny. Being that a kinky elder, I'd be like, ooh, hot. <laughs> um, there was a really good uh, call out in the thread of uh, by Lily Barana, who's actually uh, verified. So we had some verified peeps up in this, this chat, uh, who says in, my er, in the responses, not to mention, pardon me, an ancient femme chiming in her words, uh, the King community was at the forefront of developing best practices, community messaging around safer sex, consent, negotiation. I'd bet a million bucks that texts like the lesbian SM safety manual saved thousands of lives. Yes, Kingsters were the first ones to push safe sex uh, in our bars and communities. They were also the biggest fundraisers ever for AIDS causes. Um, the AIDS Emergency Fund here in San Francisco, uh, all kinksters. Um, it's we've raised a shit ton of money and, for the community, and the people screaming about it. I can how, bet how much you, have you given nothing. How much have you given? It, case in point, to your point, um, from Keegan, they responded in the thread that said. And not to mention, from what I've read, leather communities specifically raise huge amounts of money for pride celebrations. <laughs> they were literally what helped make New York Pride in 1984 possible when they didn't have enough money for the event. Kingsters. So, so let them have a flow. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Jesus. <laughs> Stop pushing us to the back, too. I remember right. one year in Seattle, they literally put us in the very back yeah. and then cut us out of any news. Yeah, Eight I tapings? told you that's that's what they it's do because just... they want to pretend they 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 don't want to scare the corporations. Donna brought up a good good point on our on guard salon uh, episode uh, that Miller used to sponsor the bear chest con contest here, yeah, which was all money to be raised for AIDS. the The bear chest calendar has been an institution for twenty years here in San Francisco, um, but even they started getting squeamish about the pictures and whether the corporation they they had to censor some of the pictures and stuff, which weren't nudes. They were mm -hmm. shirtless men. <laughs> it's a bare chest contest. <laughs> so even so. Even having those corporations, they're trying to walk this fine line of 
uh, being squeaky clean and support the gays, get their money. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a thing. The the thread proves how people don't only understand the word kink, and I I, I got in some back and forth with people that I I saw some truths to what they were saying, which was you can't tell me that kink is not inherently about sex, and then shows me. Every single definition on the internet that says that kink is an ad, like an abnormal sex, like it's just abnormal sex. I know, I but think, we can't say leather no, no, at Pride me, because that doesn't let encompass. Me, let me finish, please. Okay. Let me. You keep cutting me off, and I really want because to we're having points. we're talking. I know, but let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. That, but the, in these conversation, in this specific conversation, I'm referring to, they said we need to evolve. We need to evolve Pride. We need to evolve. It needs to move on from the sex and be family friendly. And I said. You cannot tell me that you want to let pride evolve and use terminology that is very archaic to define kink as an umbrella term. You can't have your cake and eat it too in this instance. If you're going to say that kink is only about sex because of these definitions that have been around for forever, you can't then also say pride needs to evolve because that leaves no room for us to evolve as people that are maybe sexual but are a part of a community that doesn't revolve around sex. Sex kink, sorry, is not inherently sexual, right? Yeah, but I think your argument was, <clears throat> so you, when we say kink at Pride, some people are interpreting that as, let's have kinky sex at Pride. Yeah, so. and and they're not allowing space for us to redefine what kink is, which is a larger community, in my mind, if I defined it off the cuff, I'd say it's a community of people that do not fit a vanilla lifestyle. Right, just it, that that word used to be leather, yeah, and then leather community has grown to latex, and then everything else that's come under under that. Um, so now leather doesn't apply anymore. So now we use the word terminology, kink, and do you know why? We've evolved. <laughs> exactly, so, exactly. <laughs> we we're evolving the word kink. I, I <laughs> so. agree. And then I, just, just as for a, pride. Yeah, just for <laughs> the one thing that really irks me, though, beyond just the people who are uneducated are the queer people that use asexual, ace, gray, sexual, like arrow demi people as an excuse for not having anything sexually charged at pride. And what that means is you are trying to speak for an entire community that might have sex aversion or be sex repulsed or just not enjoy sex and saying those people are not consenting. Therefore, you don't belong. Now, as we've said, kink is not inherently sexual. Lots of ace people find meaningful relationships in forming kink relationships. True kink. Yeah. And one high... of them being hypno. Oh, that's true. Yeah, no, yeah. plenty of people no, do use hypno to just relax or get into a headspace. <laughs> yeah. But like and impact not play, impact play is not sexual. Mm -mm. Some people get a nice, a nice like rise out of that. Right. And as a demi person who is on the ace spectrum, my favorite thing is just to be like, hi, you don't speak for the ace community because I'm part of it. And also you cannot blanket term a community saying they don't consent because a lot of ace people, even the sex repulsed, realize that pride might have some sexual imagery and they look the other way when anything sexual happens. And and are these same people turned off by 
sex TV ads and sex in the movies and sex everywhere no, that's, else. That's too convenient to call them out about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just just a bride. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I literally, I literally, I, I don't know I mean, how many it's times. literally driving down the street on the billboards everywhere. <laughs> yeah. That was in one of the memes that I review is literally, there's this, there's this, we keep using literally because people don't like, just don't believe us. There's a billboard in New York that kept having like Hollister or Abercrombie and Fitch ads uh-huh. that were just too, too, Pretty much naked people with with barely having any jeans on, yeah. making out. They're they're There's homoerotic. Butts. I had to filter. I had to blur them just for the YouTube video because they're not appropriate. You would, YouTube would ban. Yeah, they would. They would. <laughs> but Park Park Avenue, no, not so much. <laughs> and and that's 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 upsetting and bothersome. But also like it, the number of times I brought up the fact that WAP, which stands for Daddy. Do you know what WAP stands for? Wet ass. Puppies, not puppies, but you can <laughs> say it. Nice. You, I know, but it's 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 a podcast. You can say it. Wet ass pussy. Yeah, that video was trending for a very long time on YouTube. Not restricted. It was at number one. You don't think kids are going to be seeing that? You don't think people are going to be watching that? You don't think kids are going to be dancing to the song WAP? And you're okay with that? I'm, I'm not asking if you're okay. No, I'm no, saying, I got that part. I, I I physically was asking people, and they were like. <laughs> Well, that's not that's not kinky though. I'm like, okay, Again, <laughs> I don't. I'm not getting down on Cardi B. I'm sure she uh, likes her kinks. She's welcome on my YouTube page. But if we're gonna say that people shouldn't be <laughs> sexual at all in in children's faces, I want that same energy for every child's cartoon that makes adult jokes. I want that same yeah. energy for Hooters. I want that same energy for any Christian or Catholic event that that makes weird, it's like cringy. Oh. My favorite? If they didn't want us to be kinky, don't hang a naked man on a cross and make Not me this. look at it every Sunday. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Literally. <laughs> Literally. I mean, the times I whacked off to that. Stop. <laughs> You're going to get canceled for whacking off to Jesus. Jesus. Don't whack off to Jesus, please. That's... I mean, the Holy Spirit, definitely. <laughs> so, do you have any last hot takes on this daddy oh god no i feel like we're, we should we shouldn't can this be the last year we talk about this no, can everyone just be. get on board and let's be. not talk about this anymore <laughs> yeah can everyone just sign up you all ha- if you want to be gay or queer or any part of the community you have to sign a waiver that says you're not going to get down on kingsters at pride okay you have to i'm pretty sure legally you must now here they're we'll very the- sweet all kingsters are very very sweet so many people in the thread that I'm going back to. I know people are scared of the outfit, but it's, they're said sweet. That when they were disowned, it was the local bars that were full of the leather queers that brought them into yes. their homes, that helped them if they were down, that gave them a place and a community to be themselves. Because we are all about families and communities. We literally grow our own little leather families, and we are embracing of everyone. So... Not to mention, people try to think, try to say that kinksters are inappropriate morally, and relationships are perverse and and transgressive. Psychologists and therapists even say kinky people have better relationships on the whole because we actually have consent and meaningful relationships outside of just abusive sex. You know, and compersion, trust, communication, all those things. Did you say compersion? Compersion. Compersion. Why is compersion? It? No, it's compersion. Compersion. Why is there a shot? We were talking about wet ass pussies. Oh, like Persian. <laughs> wet ass compersion. I want some whack. Whack, whack off at Pride. Wet ass compersion, okay? <laughs> Jesus. 
I will say though, there is one last uh, controversy we need oh, to talk God. about. Daddy. Now what? Are chastity devices toys? Oh no, 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 no. And so thank you everyone in the comments because I read all those today. Do you know how many people sided with me on that one? I know that 75% said that a uh, chastity device was a toy in their mind. No, they did not. Would you like to see the poll? Lies. Would you No, I'm not. Lies. I want I want to be very clear. I want to say <laughs> no, that's not what I read in the comments. I read daddy's right. When I when I right, say let me right. let me say something. Daddy's I'm right. I'm about I'm about to side with you here. Oh, okay. Yeah, so go, sh go ahead. <laughs> shh. No chastity devices at pride. No. So, first <laughs> no. of all, it's 70% when I asked without any sort of influence. I just said, hey, y'all, there's a controversy from today's video. Would you call a chastity device a toy? Yes, no, or unsure? And if you say unsure, I want you to comment. 5% said unsure. 25% mm -hmm. said no. And 70% said yes. So people think that chastity devices are toys in our audience. But I want to say that with the caveat of... Reading through the comments, which I was never combative about when someone said I was wrong, even though I didn't say that that's what I thought in this thread. Um, I did say that in the video from last week because daddy was not being general. He was being very specific when we played that game. I just want that to know. Did you read the comments on the video? Am I allowed to talk now? Go. Okay. So a chassis device is a piece of gear. Answer my question, Very Claire. much like chains or my leather restraints. Did you look you at the comments in the video? Are, yes. And everyone agreed with me. No, they did not. They did too. I'd say 70% of the comments said you cheated. <laughs> no, well, they, so yes. I, I saw those. What's exhibition? But they also said, What's wait, exhibition? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you're, you're conflating the issues. Are we talking about chassis being a toy? Because I, let's stick to that one. Okay. The, the cheating, Can I answer that? Cheating aside, which is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me answer your question. Right. Let me answer your question. No, I haven't finished mine. Let me the talk now. The number of now. people. Let me see, it's not Look, nice he's people talking talk over, over you. Me. The number of people Are you guys getting this? I agreed with. Getting this? So in the he wants to finish his point, but that he won't said let me that chastity was more than a toy. I'm looking at you. Look at me. I'm trying to be very Arr. personal. And no, look at me. The number of people in that thread that said, you know what? To me, chastity is not a toy. It is a way of life. Yeah. It is a piece of my body. Yeah. It is a piece of gear that I hold true to my form, just like a collar. And I said, that is so fair. So true, bestie. I agree. You are valid. And this is more of just a general, what do you think of people's perspectives? And I never combated anyone about that because I think that's very honest, beautiful, and true. And so, to those people, a chastity device, to those people, to those people, a chastity device is not a toy. To the Mr. S website, it is. It's the, a toy. To the right people. It is a toy on a, so a general I, website. I heard I'm right. So I'm saying. Thank you. I'm saying, are we having a thumb war here live <laughs> on Patreon? I'm saying that chastity devices are general, generally. Generally, they are categorized as a toy on most websites and to most people at, in the general audience of kink. But I think that personally, it is not a toy, but it is a sacred piece of gear or exactly. a collar. Exactly. We are both right on this one. No, that's not how it works, but okay. What do you mean? I'll allow it. I'll either, allow it. Either I'll allow you it. are wrong. I said I allow it. Okay. Wow. What do you have to say to that? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't. I I welcome the controversy if the controversy is having meaningful examples mm -hmm. and discussions about what kink means to people because everybody looks at it different. Mm. Everyone looks at it differently, and mm -hmm. I love that. That is that is the conversation and con like discourse that I want. I did really enjoy reading the comments because everyone has a very different take on yeah. how we. So I guess we don't argue enough. 
because um, people really, really enjoyed us arguing. I know, but that's because when we're talking about factual things or talking about our experiences, it's hard to argue with that. But when you are starting to talk about something specific to you. Which is, kink is specific. No, no, I know. But when we talk about, I'm agreeing with you. I know. When we talk I'm about surprised. something like a, a guess who, which is very general, when we're saying general like blanket statements, which can't encompass all kink, obviously. But when we talk about general statements, you don't hear general. You say specific things. You don't listen to the rules when I give you rules. I don't like rules. But <laughs> that's why I don't play games. <laughs> You're playing games with the wrong person. <laughs> and where, where is that, You get by the way. so competitive. No, but I wasn't competitive in this video. Did you watch this the edit? Video, in this did you hear this? <laughs> so I you wasn't, normally are. I didn't say that. This is why I don't play games. You're anymore. just as bad as the Twitter people putting words in my mouth. I said I wasn't competitive in this video. That's all I said. <laughs> in this video. Yes, that's what oh I my, said. I, there that's was no said. Okay. I didn't say it like in this video. I didn't emphasize it in that way. You don't don't put words in my mouth. You can put lots of other things in I literally mouth. put no words in your mouth. I said in this video, which is what you said, were the words coming out of your mouth. mouth. It's time I'm being for dinner. Very specific time here. for dinner. <laughs> Daddy, where can people find you if they want a discourse? Oh my God. Uh you can find me on Twitter at Christopher Weston or Instagram at Mr. Christopher Weston. Or if you want to see the naughty stuff, go to mrchristopher.com. And you can find me at PupAmp everywhere or PupAmp.com for the sexy bits. You can find Ayn everywhere at SafeWordShop.com for the next two weeks, I think. I think he's only got two weeks left. So if you don't buy an Ayn, you're missing out. He's our little mascot stuffed animal. And if you want to see our new show on Guard onguardsalon.com um, the next two episodes are going to be really good because we have guests and we talk about this very topic and it's on guard cigar salon right no, it's onguardsalon.com no but it's called on guard cigar salon yes we're saying the same thing we are saying two <laughs> factually different things. i'm saying where they can I find it on guard salon.com episode <laughs> bye bye I was just giving them a, the right thing to Google. Well, I know. Well, the so Google on guard salon will come up. It you will no. It, you go to cigar salons that have business profiles. If you don't trust me, I've done it a million times. Really? You guys have not trained Google yet to to cache you. Google get it eventually. Get it. Come on. Google's come on, homophobic. Google. No, they're homophobic. That's they, homophobic. Yeah. Um, it's on guard cigar salon is the name of the podcast. Is if you Google it, but you can go oh directly there by oh going to okay. on guard salon. We're done. We're, you're done. You're done. Go check out Ein. Safeforshop.com. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Kings belong to pride. Bye.